Hello, my name is Federico Toledo and welcome to the Quality Sense podcast, where you will have the chance to improve your sense for quality by listening to some leaders who are amazing at what they do in the software industry. In each show, I'll have a one-on-one -on -one chat with them discussing specific topics related to software testing and quality. Well, this is a bonus episode to end the second season of Quality Sense Podcast. I can't believe this. <laughs> In this episode, I will share some ideas about how leaders can keep up the motivation of testers. But before I talk about motivation, I just want to say thanks for a great season two. Thanks for all of you listening. And a special thanks to all the people who dedicated some time for the interview, sharing their ideas and knowledge. This 2020 has been a very tough year. Still, I feel very thankful for all the good things that happened, including this podcast, including the fact that we were able to avoid letting anyone go at Abstracta helping everyone to stay healthy with added support while strengthening our relationship with our customers and partners, even though most of them were also struggling with the pandemic. I believe that we'll take what we learned from 2020 and become much stronger for it. So let's move on to the main topic today. Today I want to do something different. I gave a talk in the Agile Testing Days with the name How to Keep Testers Motivated. This is a very important topic for me because I manage the operations of a company with more than 100 testers. So the motivation of the people working with us is a key factor for success. Success for the company, for the different teams, and success for the people working with us. I remember last year in the Testing Week conference in Uruguay, Melissa Aiden was answering a question from the audience and she said that everyone can do testing, but only a tester does good testing. And I, I, I fully agree with her, but I'd like to add a, a little detail to this affirmation, which is only a motivated tester does good testing. So that's why it's really important also to talk about motivation and to think in different strategies to improve the engagement and the motivation of our testers. I'll share the things I learned during the, those years, uh, but don't, don't get me wrong. I'm still learning. I'm still struggling with a lot of things. Uh, the things I learned, most of them are because I fail and that's why I, I wanted to share these ideas with you so you can avoid the same mistakes I made. The first idea, it may sound like a cliche, but uh, it's really important to have a clear purpose, a clear motive for what we do. So, uh, and we need to connect what we do, all the actions and tasks and things that we do with our purpose. And actually we are talking about motivation and mo motivation means having a motive, a purpose. So it's really important to have this very, very clear. And you can think about it in different levels. We could start thinking about why do we do what we do? Or why do we build this specific product? 
or this specific feature or why do we test or maybe why do we have to run this specific test scenario in our, in our test automation. But the thing is, how can we help in our position as leaders? How can we help others in order to think and define their purpose and to connect what they are doing with their purpose? Well, there are a couple of activities or exercises that you can try uh, working in one-on-ones or working in, uh, in team meetings. One of them is thinking about the definition of success, how success looks like for every one of us. And we can think in the success of, uh, you know, this week, how this week will be a successful week or how this year will be a successful year. This is something that is very present in the American culture because people here have this idea of the new year resolutions, which is basically the things that I would like to achieve in this year. But we could also think about uh, the success of our lives or maybe in five or 10 years. It's difficult to think in this type of things but maybe we never asked ourselves this question. Another activity similar, but with a different perspective is imagining how the future will be a better place thanks to the things that we are doing today. For example, in my case, one of the things that I do is try to contribute in generating more businesses here in the States. And I can see a better future with this because I will be providing more good job opportunities to the people in Latin America, in Uruguay and Chile specifically, where our testers are. And this will have a huge impact in the, in the quality of life of many families. And believe me, where I come from, we need more job opportunities and another exercise you can try to do is thinking about when do you feel you scored a goal? We did the, this exercise some weeks ago with our leader team and some of the things they mentioned were when others see value in what I do, when I help others, when people thank me or recognize my contributions, when the company or the country or the team receives recognition or when a happy customer recommends us to other customers. So as you can see, most of these things are related to love and feeling love, to feeling valued and to feel that someone cares about what you do. And this is a very important factor for motivation that uh, I will mention many times, but it's really important to feel that someone cares about you. And something else about purpose is that it's not written in stone. It's not static. It's something that typically evolves with time. And I think it's very healthy to think and revisit our purpose from time to time. I remember some years ago, we wanted to be the best testing company of the world. I don't know even what it means. 
it wasn't working as a motivator. Actually, it's based on competition and this is not something that works for everyone, at least not for me. I personally started the company because I wanted to, you know, uh, make a living working with friends. I enjoyed working with my friends and um, working in something cool in technology. But this motivation evolved. And nowadays, I think what motivates me is more related to, as I mentioned before, to giving uh, good job opportunities. Uh, probably this is related to my personal story. I grew up in a very humble family in the countryside in Uruguay. And thanks to the effort of my mom and, and the conditions around me, because in, I think it was very important that in Uruguay the university is completely free. So I, I had the chance to get a degree in computer science and that changed completely my life and also my family's life. So I'm working hard in order to provide, to, to be able to provide others with similar opportunities. And because of all of that, I really believe that having a clear purpose and to connect your daily tasks with it is really important and affects directly your own motivation. And then moving to the second point of the talk, it was related to freedom to choose. This was actually one of the main points in Melissa's talk. If you enjoy testing, and the only option to grow is to become a test automator or becoming a manager. We are talking here about something really important in your career. And when you don't have many options, your motivation is restricted also. One of the things that really helps in the motivation of a person is having the sensation of autonomy, the sensation that what happens to my life is my decision. And this is why I think it's really important to be flexible and have many options. And maybe, uh, don't get me wrong, it's good to have clear trails. But also when you are exploring the forest, the less visited paths are very interesting to, to see, right? In Abstracta, instead of having a career path, we prefer to call it roadmap. Because a career in Spanish can be misunderstood with a race, with a competition, and it shouldn't be a competition. So we prefer to think of it like a map where you have some roads that maybe many people are going through, through them, but you could try to find shortcuts or some new trails that nobody explored before. And let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, Sofia Palamarchuk started as a junior performance tester. After a couple of years, she wanted to try with sales. She was really good at it. She moved to the States. She started the businesses here for Abstracta. And after that, thanks to her entrepreneurial spirit, she became the CEO of the company. And nowadays, she is leading a new startup where we are partners. And another example is Vera Babat. She was our first English teacher. She's also a psychologist. So we started to develop soft skills in our English classes. And after a couple of years, she became our chief people officer. 
And nowadays, if you want to learn more about soft skills with her, you can check her podcast, which is called The Everything Else Podcast. I cannot recommend it strongly enough. <laughs> it's really good and it's in English, so give it a try. I'd like to make a short pause to thank Abstracta for sponsoring this podcast. Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. But something important to highlight, I don't have any credit for this. We built this together. It's not something that the leader needs to define how the person is going to grow. You have to try to be flexible. For me, this is the important part. Uh, give opportunities, give different options, listen to different options that maybe you have not imagined before, and then let them make the decision because this will help them to feel more motivated. A very important aspect to take into account also is that we should be focusing on the strengths and not only on the weaknesses. Because if we try to improve the weaknesses of every team member, what we will have at the end is a team of very similar people. I would say a very flat team or a very gray team instead of a group of very diverse and authentic thriving people with complementary skills that learn from each other day after day. And you know what's the problem here? That it's really hard to, to do this when you are a leader who used to be a tester because we learn to pay more attention to the risks, to the problems, to, to the things that should be improved. We are looking for bugs <laughs> everywhere. I remember myself many times making plans with the people I lead about how to improve the things that they were not good at. Instead of paying attention to the things that they were already doing fine, that maybe they can improve and shine on those things. We should find a balance. And think about it. It's more motivating for a person to be working and improving in something that they are already good at, at it than in something that maybe it's frustrating for them. Again, we have to find a balance. And in addition, when you focus on the strengths, you show the person that you believe in them even more than what they believe in themselves. And this is love. See in the other person something that she or he is not capable of seeing. And you help the person to see it. And all of this can sound cheesy, I know, but people need to be loved. People need to feel that someone cares, that someone believes. Moving on to the next topic, I also want to talk about feedback. Because feedback is not something that is useful by itself. What really matters is what you do with the feedback you receive. And also make sure that you provide visibility on the actions you are taking, that you are doing something in response to the feedback they provide. And I remember I learned this the hard way. Some years ago, a tester 
told me that she was suffering through a specific situation. So I listened to what she was saying and I started to act, but I failed in giving visibility, in communicating that I was doing something about it at the proper time. And she decided to, to leave the company because she, she thought that we were not taking care of her, that we were not paying attention to what she said. And that broke my heart because uh, it was my fault. So this is how I learned that it's not only important to listen, to provide the, the mechanisms to, to get feedback, but also to act and to provide visibility on your actions. And another aspect to highlight related to feedback is that there is an asymmetry between the leader and the tester. It doesn't matter how horizontal the company is. So it's more complicated to get honest feedback from your testers. Of course, you have the options to gather anonymous feedback, but this is not the option I prefer. I think it's better to promote a culture where the people feel safe speaking and they are accountable for what they say. But the point I wanted to make here is that to get honest feedback, it's crucial to build trust. But how to do that? And well, one of the, the things that I believe is really important is to show that you really appreciate the feedback that you receive and that you don't get defensive. But above all, I think the most important thing is that you are actively listening so you, you are showing that you care, that you are interested in what they want to say. Well, and the last point of the presentation is related to your own motivation as a leader. It's important to pay attention to the motivation of your testers, but also to your own motivation, because a sad leader doesn't lead anyone. Something that I realized is that when you take care of someone else, you also take more care of yourself. For example, I, I don't have kids yet, but I'm sure this will sound familiar also for you. In a sunny summer day, you will probably use more sunscreen if you are with children, because you will put sunscreen every few hours. And once you put them the sunscreen, you also put on yourself because you already have cream in your hands. So you take the chance to, to also apply it to yourself. And I think the same type of things happen when we are talking about motivation. You ask questions related to how they connect with their purpose. And after that, probably you will also ask the same question to yourself. So you will be paying more attention to your own motivation when you take proper care of your people. And I think this is great because you will be more coherent. And again, a sad leader doesn't lead anyone. So make it clear. Everyone should notice. Everyone should see that the motivation is flowing in your veins. There is something that typically affects the motivation of any leader, which is when someone decides to leave the team, to leave the company. It's heartbreaking, as I said before. 
And some years ago, I changed my perspective about this and I want to share it with you so maybe it can help to see things in another, in another way. I think we have to accept that there are cycles, natural cycles. We used to try to retain people. We stopped doing that. Actually, what we believe is that people should be where they want to be. If someone decides to go to another company because they got a, a better opportunity there, that's great. And probably we had something to do with this opportunity because while the person was working with us, uh, was learning new things or new skills that allowed the person to access to this opportunity. And our focus should be on getting the best out of the relationship while it lasts. The best for us, for the company and for the person. If it's going to be two years, great. How, how can we make these years memorable? This is much better than thinking in how to retain the people. And probably by doing this, they may decide to stay longer. So basically it's getting the best out of each stage and accepting the natural cycles. That's it. So to summarize the main ideas I shared during the presentation in Agile Testing Days, uh, if you want to keep your testers motivated, it's really important to connect with your purpose have the freedom to choose. It's really important how you deal with feedback and it's really important to provide visibility on your actions in response to that feedback. And also, please pay attention to your own motivation. And with this, I hope you, you can also inspire your testers to be better, to improve, to continue growing, to be motivated doing what they do. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have more ideas or more things that you want to share about these topics, I would love to continue the conversation with all of you. So to finish, I wish you all a great end of the year. Happy holidays, stay safe, and we'll talk again next year. So stay tuned for 2021. Bye-bye. I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos.